Inside the scarred up heart Inside a raging storm The word is angered Cause Satan has declared a war I'll fight this battle, Lord Because you're worth fighting for I pledge my undying love to you my heart the battles deep within it's trying to control me spirit and flesh at war I'll take up the sword of truth because you're worth fighting for I pledge my undying love to you you died for me though I set me free so I'm honored to struggle Lord cause even in my toughest battles Hello everyone this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn and welcome to today's program we got an awesome program for you today and we want to invite you to come and join us at Rig Ministries we're located at 215 Industrial Avenue right here in Carmi Illinois and we have a daily service Monday through Friday at 12:30 so if you're in the area just drop in and join us now sit back listen and enjoy today's message And then do us a favor and share this CD. Pass it on with somebody that you love. Help us spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Yes, friends, Jesus is worth fighting for, and no one knows that any more than our speakers today, Jim and Ann Davenport. They was recently here, 
And Jim and Ann Davenport's been really good friends of mine for quite some time now. And they have a ministry called J&A Ministries, and they're out of Rosenberg, Texas. And they travel the country singing and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want you to do me a favor. Give them a call. You can call Jim at 254-644-7517 or give Ann a call at 281-636-5100. Give them a call. Order some of their great music CDs. And I know these uh, CDs are going to bless you. So listen to this CD. And then we, we ask you to do one thing for us, and that's share this CD with someone. Pass it on. Share the good news of Jesus Christ with someone down the road. Praise the Lord. Can you say it? Say hey, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to let my wife start out with a song here, uh, one she does on her album. And I used to use this song for my theme song when I first started. Uh, well, not when I first started, but after. Sometime during my tape ministry. It's called Come Let Us Celebrate. My bread and sip my wine. 
Anybody here from North Carolina? Anybody know Amy? Larry Barrett wrote a song about a little blind girl. Her name is Amy, and she lives in North Carolina. And this, this song, don't pay no attention to me singing the song. Just pay attention to the words and, and the principle behind the song. Okay, Amy's eyes. Um, he, he put this song out on his tapes. I'll just tell you what tapes can do. He put this song out, and someone heard it and um, called him and said, can I, can I sing that song? Can I use it? He said, well, it's not my song. You'll have to call Larry Barrett. Larry Barrett said, I've been trying to do something with that song, and I, I haven't gotten anywhere. And this guy recorded it, and it ended up sell, selling over a million copies. See, so you never know who's listening to those CDs. You never know who's listening to those tapes. But somebody can pick it up and, and do things, you know, that you're not capable of doing. But God, he's in con total control. But this is an awesome song, and I think my husband does it very well. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The little church grew quiet As the crowd slowly bowed out Into the stillness of the night I turned and saw this young girl Clutched to her mother's arm She said one minute of your time Sir, if you're not too tired She said, my name is Amy I've been blinded since my birth I've never seen the beauty God placed upon this earth But He gave me a way to see And tonight, right from the start As you began to sing your song I saw Jesus See you. 
recorded some songs yesterday that Gary wrote and, and I have done two of his before and uh, just tickled pink that he asked me to to do these and we went, spent our day over at the recording studio yesterday and and I've been singing this song all night long in my in my spirit and <laughs> it's been in my mind and on my heart and so um, Gary said I could sing it today and, and this is about his he wrote this about his grandmother and and um, Sister Wilma's mother, and so it touches some people, but you have to forgive me, but when I sing it, I have to think of my daughter. Um, my daughter went to be with the Lord about 10 years ago, and um, she had cancer. A doctor misdiagnosed her because he was just too lazy to look at the reports, and she could have been saved, but she didn't. The Lord had me forgive the doctor, <laughs> so I have no animosity totally forgiven the man that killed her but you know it got it's in God's hands anyway and uh, she's up there and she had a wonderful wonderful attitude where she said if I live it's Christ if I die it's gain and so people would come to her house her last eight months and uh, try to console her but instead she consoled them and she told them just just live for Jesus that's all you got to do don't worry about dying or living or don't worry about me dying or living because I belong to the Lord and and so she's in her heavenly new home and so is Gary's grandmother and so is Wilma's mother and so I'm going to sing this song today. As I stand silently in this field stones the sweet smell of flowers fills the air in my heart there's an ache like I've never known it's a pain that I just cannot bear 
Then a voice in my ear says there's nothing to fear It was just time for her to come on home You will see her again at the journey's end She'll be waiting in her heaven start their singing It's a song that I've heard in my heart The words sing the joy that the Lord is bringing Someday we'll never be apart And a voice in my ear says there's nothing to was just time for her to come on home You will see her again at the journey's end She'll be waiting in her heavenly new home In the stillness of a lonely dark night Precious memories unfold in my mind Smiles replace my tears I know everything's alright And it's only a matter of time Then a voice in my ear says There's nothing to fear It was just time for her to come on home You will see her again At the journey's end She'll be waiting in her heavenly new home She'll be waiting in her heavenly Friends, now we got a great message for you from my good friend Jim Davenport, and this was recorded right here in our upper room service recently. And I know you're going to enjoy this message by Jim Davenport of JA Ministries down in Rosenberg, Texas. And let me give you Jim's phone number. You're going to want to give Jim a call and tell him what a great job he's doing, or maybe order some of uh, Jim and Ann Davenport's CDs. They've got some great music CDs. They've also doing a CD ministry for the truckers out on the road. So give Jim a call at 254-644-7517. That's 254-644-7517. Here's Jim Davenport. I just want to share a few thoughts with you this morning. You know, when I was a young boy, <laughs> that was a long time ago, my wife said. <laughs> my brother and I, we, uh, we shared the same room. And uh, on Sunday morning, we covered our heads with the quilt. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we waited for that door to open. And uh, after a while, here it was. He came walking in. And I'm talking about my daddy. He said, you boys, get up. We're going to church. And I'm here to tell you this morning, that was not a request. <laughs> My daddy meant what he said. We are going to church. He didn't say, do you want to go this morning? He didn't give us that choice. Right now, I'm thankful to God that he didn't. Because I wouldn't be standing here today. You understand? It was a command, not a request. And me and my brother, every once in a while, my dad would leave the room and we'd try to sneak an extra minute. And we'd put the covers back over our head. Well, the next thing we knew, those covers came flying off. And at the same time, that belt went up in the air. I don't know how he did that in sequence, but he, he just got it together. Whap! I told you boys to get up. I mean it, and you're going to church. Well, as much as I love my daddy, and as much as he loved us, and as much as we trusted him, he took care of us all our life, made our living. He was my daddy, but he still meant what he said. And I'm here to tell you today, ladies and gentlemen, our God is the same way. When he makes a request, it's not a request, do you want to? When God says, go, I consider that a command. And we like to think of God as a loving God and, 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 and that he's always loving and that he, that he never gets. I'm here to tell you, God gets angry sometimes. And I don't think anybody in the Bible would testify any more to that than Jonah. Go to the book of Jonah with me. Chapter 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, and the son of Amittal, saying, Arise and go. I'm going to stop right there a minute. Did that sound like a request to you? It wasn't a request. He said, Jonah, arise and go. Go where? Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But you know what? Jonah, kind of like me and my brother, he threw the quilt back over his head. And he flew to another town, to get out of the presence of God. 
He didn't want nothing to do with going to Nineveh. And the word says, But Jonah rose up to flee into Tarish for the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down unto it to go with them unto Tarish from the presence of the Lord. How many of you know that you can't run from the Lord? How many of you know that you can't hide from what God wants you to do? There is no way that you're going to run from the presence of the Lord. And I say to you this morning, if he says, go, and I don't care where he says go, if he says go to the hospital and pray for this man or this woman, or if he says go over here and talk to this man or this woman, we need to go. Because who here believes that if you don't do what the Lord says, there is discipline on the way. That's how come today so many times we get into the situations we get in because God wants us to do something and then we refuse to do it. We, like Jonah, flee from the presence of the Lord. We say, no, I can't do that. Or I'd be too embarrassed to go do this. Or I'd be too embarrassed to go do that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all guilty, especially me. There's times when God says, hey, this man needs my word. Go and witness to him. And a lot of times I walk the other direction. And then sometimes I wonder, Lord, what have I done? What, why are you bringing this on me? Well, let's ask Jonah. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea. That's after he got on the ship. You know, all of a sudden, there was a storm on the way. I'd like to stop here a minute and share a story with you. I was going into the state of Arkansas one day. And I looked over to my left. And I saw some destruction. I saw trees uprooted. I saw actually cars piled on top of cars and buildings flattened. And I began to follow the path of that storm. But I didn't know, and unbeknownst to me, and 25 people up in Arkadelphia, Arkansas, I prayed that they were saved, and I prayed that they were doing what God wanted them to do. But if they were running from God, let me tell you folks, like Jonah, the storm was on the way. I followed the path of that storm going through the trees, and it crossed the road in Arkadelphia, Arkansas, and 25 people that were not expecting death went home to be with the Lord. I pray they were saved. 
In a crowd of that many, I know some of them were not. They were probably planning their lives like they had a million tomorrows. We are not promised the next second. And we need to be about the Father's business, realizing that He, when He says, Arise and go, is commanding, not requesting. But he sent a great storm into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. And he sent a great fish. You all know the story. We call it a whale. But he sent a great fish, the Bible says, and swallowed Jonah. I believe there's a significance of three days, don't you? The Lord was in the tomb three days. Jonah was in the whale three days. Everywhere you read in the Bible, it's three days, three days. I would hate to know that I was wallowing around in the belly of a fish for three days, wouldn't you? Whoo, I bet that stung. I like to hear Tony Mack testify about that story. <laughs> he always said, Jonah, Jonah, there's two ways out of this whale. Which way do you want to go? <laughs> My point is, folks, how many of us today or doing what the Lord wants us to do. When he says go, we need to go. We need to be busy about the Lord's business. And we need to be diligent. When 911 happened, and those planes flew into the side of those buildings, this whole nation all of a sudden got closer to God. For a while. For a season. For a spell. And then they backed off. And a lot of folks say, God didn't do that. Well, I'm going to tell you. My Bible tells me that he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And I believe today, since God is not allowed in our cities or in our schools, he had probably knocked down a couple of buildings to get our attention. So let's not wait until the inevitable comes. If God says go, let's go and do what we need to be doing about the Father's business. And that's why I think we should be diligent in supporting of this CD ministry because it reaches out all across America. Go, just like these two wonderful folks here. He said, go and help them put the CDs in the sleeves. And what are they doing? They, go, they went, they're helping
Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God, his God. And cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, old sleeper? Arise and call upon thy God. And I'm telling you right now, folks, that's the only way. When God brings something on you that you're going to get back out of it. You're going to have to get down on your knees and call upon God to make it right. To calm the storm, in essence. Call upon your God. If so be that the God will think upon us that we perish not. And I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Because I think I've made my point. We need to be about the Father's business this morning. And we need to do what God says do. Just like my old daddy back yonder. He whooped that quilt off and up came that belt. And discipline was on the way. And if you don't do what God says do, then you have no right to say, Why me, Lord? Why did this happen to me? Just be thankful that he cares enough to let you get back on your knees and ask his forgiveness. Lord, let me do what you want me to do. Let me be what you want me to be all the time. Amen. Amen. Let's serve the Lord. I was lost, but you knew where to find me. I was hungry, you were bread for my soul. I was so thirsty, you gave living water. You were my shelter when I had no place to go. And that's why sometimes I just want to praise you. Sometimes just to speak your name. Sometimes I just want to thank you Without asking you for one thing oh, Yes, sometimes I lift my hands to you Lord, and sometimes all I do is cry For everything that I have I owe to you, sweet Jesus And Calvary's the reason 
when I think of the love that you've given. When I think of the price you paid for me, then all life's trials just seem as nothing when they're compared to dark standing at the gates and the angel asked you why should I let you into heaven what would you say do you know the answer 
There is only one answer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Jesus is the doorway to heaven. Acts 2.21 says, It shall be that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. <laughs> because if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Jesus is Lord, and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's Romans 10.9. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That's the way. That's the road map to get out of any situation that you're in. And that's to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that. Anybody can do that. There might be somebody right now listening to this CD. And they might be ready right now to find their way out of this darkness that they're in. Out of this pit. And if they'll just... Pray a little simple prayer right now with me. God is going to save you. Just say, Heavenly Father, I invite Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord, as my Savior. I believe Jesus died for my sins. His blood was shed so that I could be forgiven. And I believe that he has been raised from the dead. I surrender my life to you, Jesus, and I accept you as my Lord from this moment forward. I receive the forgiveness of sin through your shed blood, Jesus. Take out my old heart. Lord, give me a new heart, a new spirit, a new life, and I will follow you with your help, by your grace, all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. God's final call at the highway cafe. He slipped into the highway cafe one bitter cold night. He sat alone. He asked for a cup of soup, a ragged man who had no home. She's been a waitress for 20 years. She's seen every kind of man in her day. She always shares her love of Jesus Christ with the folks at the Highway Cafe. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling the man. At the highway cafe He said, waitress, I have no money Best call the police and turn me in But first may I have more soup I haven't ate since I can't remember when She smiled and poured another cup And then she said Mister, I have food for your soul Please Give your heart to Jesus and allow Him full control. Softly and tenderly, Jesus was calling the man at the highway cafe.
He sipped soup in the highway cafe He said, I don't want to sound mean But I've rejected Jesus Christ And the rescue mission scene She watched him leave the highway cafe Silently the waitress began Lord, to pray why has this man hardened his heart? Then she heard the crash on the highway A soul lost today for Jesus stopped calling The man at the highway cafe He never saw the speedy car The angel of death took his lost soul The waitress shed a lonely tear For the man who turned away God's final the highway cafe At the crossroads of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a tract The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past And I called his name This chance would it be my last? I saw Jesus hanging on that tree. Lifted up my heart down on my knees. Day I met Jesus at the foot of the cross. Broken heart and lonesome. So long I had been lost. Well, friends, we hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you prayed that prayer and asked Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. We look forward to hearing from you at 618-382-4622. Now do us a favor and pass this CD on and share it with somebody you love. And this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, and we'll talk at you later. Yes, there's been a change. I'm not the man I used to be. I'd love to tell everybody what happened to me. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. And I called his name, this chance, would it be my last? I saw Jesus hanging on that tree. Lifted up my
hearted and lonesome 